by a woman podcast welcome to another episode right today's guest I'm so happy to I'm really happy that he's actually said yes to come on to my podcast and I think you're going to be amazed as well um his name well he goes under the name Dirk the Crook and it's Dirk Farrar that I've got on board it is absolutely fascinating amazing to get him on board onto menswear by a woman podcast Dirk, welcome to Men's Way by a Woman podcast. It is absolutely great to have you on board. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. It's uh, I'm so happy our paths have crossed and we can do this. It's, it's going to be an exciting episode, I think. I can't, I mean, when I look at your Instagram and your contents, uh, the images, absolutely fascinating. Um, Dirk the Crook, <laughs> how did this name come about? I'm dying to know this. I, I think that's a, that's probably a very good question to start um, because I, th- I think it does describe probably you know go, when we go into it, it'll describe a lot of like probably a lot of things that make sense of like the way the way I kind of go about on social etc. Um, so basically, like um, Doctor Crook is basically taken from my you know I call it my Bible, <laughs> really means weird Bible in terms of style, and it's a, a book called Crooks Like Us. Um, okay. And I don't know if you've, you've seen the book, but basically um, the book is uh, photographs and stories captured in the 1920s in uh, Sydney prison. So uh, in a Sydney prison here in Australia. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically the, the mug shots of people that's, you know, about to be locked up for doing something. So you have mm-hmm. this mug shot um, and then a little story um, or kind of, I guess this was taken from the report of like why they ended up being you know in prison then mugshot got taken in prison you know so a a few people would be in there like you know they'll be in there in like 1922 and then in 1924 they're back again um for something else that they did um but anyway these images were just you know because it was so real like it was little literally like real life documentation it wasn't a a family portrait a a fashion shoot um there was something super authentic and raw about those images and um that really captured me and and then obviously these guys just looked amazing because they're all in three-piece suits or whatever well-dressed um you know actually for the time they probably weren't that well-dressed because they were kind of like on the street probably most of them but um they were still compared to today's standards they were amazingly dressed and something and, and it was effortless and most of all it was real so you know this book I like to think about this book as it's probably one of the first documents we have of actual streetwear. And that's why my handle is kind of antique streetwear stylist, because I'd like to think about myself as what I wear to be somewhat streetwear, even though people look at it and think, you know, I've really dressed up for the occasion. It's just not really because I don't necessarily strive for that perfect look. Um, it's just, I want it to be more natural um, and more real, to be honest. So yeah, so this book crooks like us, um, big inspiration for me um you know i fell in love with it and that basically not only influenced my style but also i guess the mood of my content um yeah so hopefully it probably makes a bit more sense now yeah it does um i mean the way you're dressed it's i mean where do you find all these suits i mean how do you go about finding them yeah so finding finding the suits is hard and then if you're as yeah. tall as me i'm six three so i'm quite tall and um, it's even harder because uh i don't know if people were just 
shorter back then, but it feels like that when you're looking for suits. Um, but anyway, I, I'm on the taller scale. So, you know, they didn't, I wasn't the common size. Um, so it's really hard to find. So a lot of it, so eBay and Etsy has got a lot of suits. Right. It can be quite expensive. But what I've also done is I've built a network of people around the world that's also into the stuff that do source and sell it, and you can get it for a little bit cheaper. Um, but again, you know, it's the way I look at it too, you know, what you'll pay on, I don't know, eBay, you might pay 400 US for a suit. I reckon you could probably get one, you know, like a 40s, 50s suit. Um, and that might sound like a lot of money, and it is a lot of money. But if you were to try and recreate that suit and the fabric and the style, it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more. Like if you were to get it tailored, um, even to get that fabric or to get that quality of fabric would be super hard. So yeah. I look at it as like, you know, it's still a lot of money to kind of cough up, um, but it, it definitely is worth it. So it's more of a kind of an investment, I guess I'll say. <laughs> Very good investment, actually. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, and you know, like one, sorry, one thing I didn't touch on before with, yeah. with like, um, I guess this whole crooks, that while well, the book connected with me and stuff is like, I do feel like in menswear, um, it can be a little bit kind of exclusive, um, especially when you get into the the kind of tailoring side of it, where, you know, there's, there's a lot of rules and it's not that I don't respect those rules at all. I just like, it can be, you can, those rules can put up boundaries and make it not that accessible for people. So, um, you know, one, one of the ways I like to think about it is like, look, you know, if a criminal can look, that good so can you so I, I kind of feel like it's a <laughs> it's a bit of an invitation and, and and what i like to do is is not to be too formal and try and break a little bit of those walls um, and make it easy accessible now i know finding these suits are really hard but um I, at least i want to try and make the style as accessible as possible so so people can get into it you know were you always into this kind of style though I, you know, I've always been into vintage clothing, um, oh, okay. you know, at least, yeah, since finishing school and kind of, you know, early 20s would always go thrift shopping and, um, you know, go into vintage stores and stuff. And, but I, I was never, it wasn't until I picked up that book where my style became really, you know, when I started developing a real solid style. Um, earlier, I was more into uh, kind of workwear stuff. So a lot of uh, like 40s. Um, 50s kind of hunting like american hunting hunting yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. i loved and like french work jackets and work pants and stuff like that um but then when i when i got the book it really started to just become suits basically um and and, and you know the suits i wear now is, is 40s 50s suits but again that 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 book really steered me towards suits uh, rather than like workwear and things like that what with the 40s and the 50s suits right um Obviously, yeah, I mean, menswear has changed so much compared to the 40s and 50s. What is it about the 40s and 50s that makes you want to wear them more and more and bring them into this kind of modern time? I, I just think it, it really strikes a really nice balance. And look, I think if I have to pick a favourite time period, yeah. I would go something between 1945 and 1955. Yeah. Um, it just this is what I was gonna say. There's something about the early '60s that I also do like, like the kind of whole Mad Men style, you know, early James Bond. Like I, I get that style as well, and there's yeah. something that I really enjoy about that too. But for me, it's yeah, 1945, 1955, and I think it's just it's a really good balance between being formal, um, but you can kind of 
dress up or down and still look good. Yeah. So, you know, when you get into the 50s, you, you know, you, you can get rid of the tie, wear your collar open in summer. Um, you know, you don't have to wear a free piece, for example, and you can kind of get a little bit more loose of it. Your shoes can be less formal. Um, and, and it's had a really nice balance. Well, I feel that when you go earlier, uh, it was a little bit more stiff. Uh, I mean, in the 20s, early 20s, it was very stiff. You know, you talk about detachable collars and, you know, three-piece suits, and yeah. it was a little bit more tailored back then too. So, um, yeah, just just it gets a little bit looser um, in, in the 40s and 50s, which is, I think, makes it a little bit more, well, it makes it easier and more fun and, you know, more functional to wear because the figures of menswear, it's it's always been designed to be functional and a yeah. – and, and it needs to be functional or else people wouldn't wear it. So it, it is important that, like, it can't just all be about how it looks. It, it needs to be a functional element to it. So, yeah. and I think just, yeah, around that time, it strikes a really nice balance for me. When you actually find these suits, right, um, how do you put every, how do you get, how do you put the ties together? I mean, I know a majority of the time it's white shirts. Was it yeah. was it important to have the white shirt during those times? So during yeah during those times, I mean, you did have like I think the white shirt is like the way I think about it. I mean, the white shirt has always been obviously very common, um, yeah. and in the twenties and probably also in the forties, but especially in the twenties, they did have a lot of striped um, shirts as well. But I like to keep the shirt like a very plain. I, I just love like a white spear point collar shirt. Like yeah. for me, that just does the trick. And then what I play around with is the thing I play around with is probably my tie the most. Um, colors to me is very important. Like my wife uh, is a photographer. She's been a photographer for, you know, almost 15 years now. And I worked with her for, for quite a long time. Um, and so photo editing and color editing is a big part of her job and something she's really passionate about. So. Um, I always view like the outfits and the things I put together through that lens of color. Like it's a it's a big consideration for me. So when I when I have the white shirt, you know, and a blue suit, I, I immediately think about what colors can I tie and what patterns of the tie ties in with the suit. You know, if the, if the suit has like a red stripe, for example, I want to kind of maybe feature that in the tie somehow, um, etc. So uh, putting colors together within an outfit is very important. It's more important for me than the cut, you know, and okay. I probably not the right way of saying about it. You know, people probably look at the the cut first, <laughs> but for me, colors is extremely important. So um, it's just something that I've, like my, my wife actually helped me a lot in the early days to think about colors and, and what goes and what doesn't. And now, you know, I just have an eye for it. So when I, when I buy a tie, I know what color suit is going to go with immediately. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess around with it too much. Like once I've decided it, I'm like, that's kind of my outfit. I know it goes together. Um, and yeah, so like, to be honest, the, the shoes and the shirt, um, I keep really simple and like the suits and the tie and the hats is, is where I have fun. How do you, how do you go about in, how long does it take you to get the, you know, to put them together? Do you mean to, to get ready or just then, to like put my outfits yeah, like, to I would put your outfits together. Actually, yeah. How long does it I, take? I would do it on the fly. Like I, I was, um, I was actually watching the the David Beckham documentary. I, it was quite funny. Um, and and I saw that he was he puts all his five outfits together, you know, for the week. Yeah. Um, at the start of the week, and I was just like, I'm so different to that. Like I literally don't know what I'm going to be wearing tomorrow. As long as it's not the same thing as I wore today, it's fine. But I know, like, 
it takes me literally a minute. Like I'll, I'll open my cupboard, I'll be like, oh, I feel like a brown suit. Plus, most of my suits are either brown or blue. That's um, so. Is it a brown day or blue day? Um, and whatever I grab, I can kind of. If, if it's a brown suit, I have a lot more tie tie options. Um, and if it's a blue suit, you know, I know the three four ties I can wear with that. So it really doesn't take me long. It, it would take me longer to not not get dressed in a suit. So on the weekends when I'm wearing, um, you know, kind of slacks and and yeah. shirts and stuff like that. It actually takes me longer to get ready because now I have to think about combinations. Oh, what does the does a jacket go with the pants? And like, you know, does the colors go? And all these, it's kind of like foreign to me. And it's funny because I bet you people would go, oh, it must take you so long to get ready. And I'm yeah. like, no, I literally like a suit's the easiest thing to wear. It's, you just, I just have to think about the tie. Yeah. Like that's it. Like it's it's so easy. So yeah, not, not long, pretty, pretty efficient in the mornings. <laughs> After wearing all these suits, right? Do you ever go back? Do you go to the modern age, like wearing the jeans? What you know, like how men are dressed nowadays? Do you go back to that kind of format, or no? You're always in this kind of nineteen. Yeah, so I, yeah, I wear. Um, I mean, I wear my suits like five days a week because okay. even if I'm working, I'll wow. get dressed in a suit. When I go into the office. I'll, I wear my suits um so yeah that's five five days a week for sure and then on the weekends um i have like kind of uh 50 slacks that i wear right. um and i'll i got 40s 50s jumpers or wear like i would say it's newer clothes but it's still like an old style of dressing right. um so so literally i i wouldn't ever really wear the only time i wear kind of modern clothes to be honest is when i go boxing so i, I do boxing classes and then i have like i got some um Kind of like it's actually probably old school style high waisted boxing shorts that I wear, and I wear like you know running shoes um, and like a like a black t shirt, you know. So um, that's really the most modern um, kind of kind of thing that I wear. But I, I don't really ever go out in like jeans and a hoodie. Like I yeah. oh, God, I haven't done that. A, I I just can't time. see you in a hoodie. If I did, I'd be like I I don't know. I'd be disappointed. I think. Yeah, I mean, like people wouldn't recognize me probably. Um, it, it's it, it would be quite strange. Um, yeah, I just yeah, it, it's look, and I, and I think I've I got a my my casual clothes like is completely functional. Like I can wear them when it's super hot. I'll wear that, or you know, I've made it work. And I just don't own any of that stuff, so you know, I, it's not even an option for me to do it. Um, so yeah, it's it's basically kind of. 24 seven is what, is what you see is what you get. Um, yeah. And it's just so normal to me now. Like I don't even really think about it, to be honest. No, I can imagine actually, um, because after seeing these suits, I don't think you can go back because they're made so beautifully as well. And they're so well made and the fabric's probably amazing as well. The cuts amazing. How could you not, you know, how could you go back from that to the modern world? I think it'd be very hard to. Yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing. Like, look, and like you know, I don't know. There's something about yeah. I've always loved history and things yeah. like that. So you know, being able to be that closely, I guess, with history in a weird way. Like it's you know, it's a pretty special feeling as well. You know, I don't know. There's there's something to it, um, and the fact that it's kind of like a one-off that you can't reproduce it. All those things. You know, in everything that's made now 
is you can, you know, if you can make one, you can make a million. And there's something about that limited edition, you know, can't, can't get made again thing that is, is really cool. And, you know, it's, it's unique and I, and I like that. And I'm sure people that are collectors of other things feel the same way. You know, if you're into a, a antique cars or vintage cars and stuff, you'd feel the same way. Um, so that's really cool. And yeah, it, it's hard to go back. Like it, it, is, it would be hard to go back actually. Um, even though I, I think that I, I have been thinking a lot about like, look, I, I, I probably do need to start wearing, um, kind of new suits, not new suits in the sense of like new, new, um, style suits, but like old, old suits that's designed like new suits that are designed in an old style. Right. Um, just because like what I'm into is not also not really sustainable in the sense of like, you know, there's only a limited amount of these yeah. suits around still. Yeah. Um, it's very hard to get. So it's not like a long-term, you know, I, I can't, ex I, and I also can't expand this. We can't expand this to everyone because it's so hard to get. There's only a few of it left. And I want to kind of advocate for something that is accessible to everyone. So that's something I've been thinking about a lot. It's like, I, I want to incorporate things that's more accessible for other people to wear because I get a lot of people that, that wants to start dressing like me, a lot of young, mm -hmm. young people, and they mm -hmm. don't have, potentially don't have the finances or, you know, they just can't find it. And, you know, they can't be searching eBay for, you know, a week to find something. I want to, I want to promote something that they can actually get their hands on and, and be a part of. So we'll, we'll see where things go. Um, but for now, uh, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. Wow. It's finding these kind of suits is, it must be extremely hard. And as you say, the next generation, the younger generation wants to wear things like this. It's amazing though. It, it really is crazy. Like honestly, like the I, I do think there's hope for for mainly guys because I feel like guys are the ones that really just haven't really cared about what they wear. Um, mm. It's really funny. I was talking to someone about this, and I was like, um, you, you know, guys have lost the way they present themselves in terms of menswear, but not in terms of you know, for example, going to the gym. Like guys are always in the gym, and it's basically the same. <laughs> thing right it's like you're putting effort into making yourself look better yeah so it's completely so you know everyone's in the gym um but like let's invest a little bit of that gym time into potentially you know your what you think like and just think about something better to wear right or put a little bit of effort as much or just you know one percent of effort as you put into your bicycles just put it into um you know what you wear and like so the passion is there and the younger generation is really showing up. Um, and, you know, they're showing up in a lot of different styles. I think the cool thing about for them is like, they got a lot of styles to pick from. Like if they mm. want to dress like forties, fifties, that's cool. If they want to dress seventies, that's cool. If they want to dress nineties, that's cool. Like they've, they've got, you know, these great examples of, of creators and designers out there that are creating great stuff. Um, and they can kind of choose. And the main thing for me is that they care, you know, that they, that, that they, they care about it that's the main thing that i want to kind of get going for these people when you actually find these suits right what actually i want to go back to the beginning when you started yeah. to look for these suits was it not difficult and when you did find it what was the first suit when you actually when it arrived what did you think of it okay so the first suit was not even and i was looking for an old an old suit right and the description the description said it was a 
I think the description said it was a 50s, 40s, 50s suit. Right. And I didn't know enough about it. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, yeah. And 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 so the description said it was a, a 40s, 50s suit. I didn't know enough about suits to kind of make sure it was. So I buy this suit off, off eBay um, and it arrives and it was like, it was, there's no way it was a 50s suit. This is like maybe, <laughs> I don't know, 80s. I would say no. 80s, 90s suit. You know? no. So that was... And then I was like, when I had it in my hands, and then I was like, look, this isn't right. Like, you know, this this can't, this is not how it used to be designed. And da, da, da. And then I really started paying more attention and training my eyes. So now, literally, I could tell in like a second, you know, if it's if it's real or not. Like if it's if it's fifties, forties, thirties, twenties. Like I can I can tell pretty quick. Um, but yeah, the first time I got it wrong, and I just had to learn and. Um, learn over time and I, I you know I look a lot I, I look at like old old movies um, a lot yeah. old photos is the best yeah. thing for me because you can really get a sense of what it actually looked like um, but yeah I'm trying to think of the first suit that um, that was that I, that I got it right I'm really trying to think I might have even sold it oh no I can't even remember. <laughs> I'm really trying to, I need to really trying to think I got, I got oh um you know what? I, I did sell it. So, but I sold it to someone I was getting married. So oh, okay. I feel like it's good. They got married. So it was an it was a it was probably a late twenties, early thirties French suit. It was a free piece. Wow. Um it was black. Uh it was great, but it was a little bit too short for me. Right. Like the legs are too short and the sleeves are too short. But I, I wore it anyway because I just loved it. I was stoked with it. It had, you know, beautiful high waisted pants and like um yeah, it was, it was just like the perfect kind of suit to start off with. But um, yeah, I, I sold it to a guy who was getting married. So I thought that'd be quite cool for him to get married in a 20 suit, you know, and I was already married by then. So, you know, so, so that's what I did. But that was probably the first one. And that was also, um, where did I get that one? That one actually I got on, on Instagram. So one of um, an Instagram seller, I think his handle is Boktar. Yeah, B-O-K-T-A-R. I think it's Boktar. Um, he's a French guy. He... He does a lot, of, a lot more work with stuff, but he had the suit um, that I bought from him. So yeah, that was that was the first one, and it's a that was a beautiful suit. They're all beautiful suits, right? They're they're all amazing. I mean, I think the nineteen forties, the fifties menswear was at a different level. Yeah, like like I said, I, I really think they had the balance correctly um, in that one. I, I really think like the way things evolved, um, the way you know, I guess. The requirements yeah. of often uh, uh, people and the way people were living their lives. Um, you know, they were the war was over. They were finally getting a little bit more time to go out and enjoy themselves, etc. Like you know, that got reflected in the fashion, um, and and that's cool. It makes a pretty special era. And I and look, I think now it's been that kind of era, like forties, fifties, are now I think the gold standard of menswear, and I hope that it's going to be cemented into history that's what, I, that's what I, I think it will be because i think it's you know i, I haven't seen anything that's better than that yet like mm. fully better than that mm -hmm. so i think it's kind of it's, its place in history as it you know if not the best then and it's up there in terms of uh, menswear so hopefully it lasts what's the kind of menswear that you don't like the kind of menswear i don't like mm. i i mean the, the, okay, so this means me that I don't like personally because I don't like to wear it. Yeah. But 
you know, I'm amazed by how some people can pull it off. Like, for example, <laughs> the 70s, like I don't really like the kind of 70s styling, right. but some people pull it off and I'm just like amazed and almost probably jealous that they can pull it off so well, you know, <laughs> I don't know, fleet pants or even 70s suits or just like the kind of patterns they wear just works well with their hair and the skin tone and things. And I'm like, <laughs> oh man, I could never pull it off. Like, <laughs> you know, and so I'm kind of jealous in that. But um, so, uh, you know, if I wouldn't want to dress in the 70s, right. you know, personally, yeah. but I do have a respect for it because some people can definitely pull it off. And, and so they should. Like, you know, if some people put on track pants and like a, you know, put on a track suit and like, white shoes and they look amazing i'm like they look like they're out of a nike ad or something and i'm like good go for it like you know if that's your style and you know you care about it like go for it like that's not going to be me because i could never pull it off um so yeah it's (laughs) i think i kind of answered your question (laughs) yeah i think you have actually with these uh, with the 1940s right um when we look at the films there's normally like the 40s and the 50s there's normally like when you see these the guys dressed like this it's always like gangsters yeah you know um was it mainly like a lot of the gangsters dressed like this in suits well i think yeah so like you know i I, to be honest i can't see from the photos that i look at you know you know gangsters you know like the american gangsters and you know just the average day american there's actually not a I can't tell really that much difference, even though like when I put up my content, I will, I will name it, you know, 40s gangster getting ready. But, you know, I, I don't think it's that much different. I think what makes it different, or for me, what makes it different is the attitude behind it. So it's the, it's the way you go about, for me, it's like, when I, when I put it up like that together, for me, it's more like the mental space I'm in, the way I hold myself and my content, um, and you know the music I pair yeah. with it and things like that. Like that's all part of creating the scene and the atmosphere. Um, in reality, I don't. You know, I, you know, I think that they dressed pretty much similar to um, what the normal people dressed. You know, right. they wore great suits. You know, yeah. you look at photos of Al Capone, for example, and he yeah. was, you know, in just a three-piece, you know, double-breasted suit with a waistcoat. Um, you know classic 40s tie with a white shirt you know maybe a coat on as well um but you could find that outfit in in the general population as well um yeah they might have had a gun yeah i know (laughs) that might have separated them from the from just your average uh average gentleman in the 40s it's so weird because whenever you look at these kind of images right or on films and and i love these old films you always see a gun coming out and all that stuff, you know, and you just think, was everyone kind of gangsters or something when they were dressed? But they all dressed so amazingly well, amazingly well. These suits were like, when you look at menswear and you look back on these suits, the coats, the hats, the shirts to the shoes, you know, everything, even to the cars, everything just yeah. went so well, so well. Yeah, everything, yeah. And, and, and... I, I really am amazed. Like when I look at like, you know, the, the Crooks Like Us images, I'm like, yeah. how did that guy put that outfit together? Like, I can't comprehend it, but it, it is just a thing of the way, the way they were raised. Like yeah. I, so I grew up in South Africa and I, I, you know, I didn't move to move over this way until I was 15. So, you know, um, and my, my 
mum's um, parents and my grandparents, you know, they grew up on a farm and yeah. um, so very like old school kind of way of going about life still, you know, in a rural farm in the middle of South Africa. So, um, and they were just very particular in the way they did things too, you know, they'll, they'll think about their outfits and, you know, they, they would know how to do a tie, obviously. They'll yeah. know how to, yeah. you know, they'll have nice clothes and, yeah. you know, they'll know what to put together. Like it's just a natural way because it was, if, if you grew up and everything you just get modeled to, um, you know, you learn how to dress well. And it's yeah. like, you wouldn't even think it's special. Like they would not have think it's special to dress the way they were. It was just normal, you know? Um, so, but it is amazing looking back now, you're like, wow, we've really lost something. We yeah. really have lost something yeah. because that that's pretty special um, to kind of take that, that amount of care and put that detail into the way they looked. And this is not just suits. This is, you know, the way they did their hair, the way the way they groomed themselves. All those things were were really cool, and they did they really put a lot of effort into it. And we've certainly lost it. Um, Do you think it's quite so, yeah, sad that by losing all that to now? What's that? Sorry. Do, do you think it's quite sad in menswear that we've lost all that? I, I think it's sad because I think it's a it's a fun thing to do, right? Yeah. And I think like there's a lot to be gained um, to to be passionate about it. Like I think there's a lot to be gained from going to the gym and lifting weights and getting <laughs> in better shape. I think there's a lot to be gained from putting that self care into yourself, um, whatever it is, you know, dressing well, um, you know, making sure that your hair looks good, that you're groomed. Like I think that those things really make you a better person too and mm -hmm. and you know or at least to the best of your ability so if you can execute some of that the best of your ability that i think is just a great way of going of going about life so so I, I do think you know with with you know because yeah i, I do think there's a genuine element of self-care that is that is beautiful that we have probably lost mm -hmm. um and yeah so that's a bit sad i'd say and what's what's it like in uh, menswear in australia at the moment yeah so what's it like in menswear so look anyway I, I don't know if people from australia and new zealand will be angry at me or, or agree with me but I, I think that australia and new zealand the guys probably have the worst style in the world now it's not <laughs> oh, oh no a big it's a big statement look and it's not entirely, it's not entirely um, their fault either. The thing is like uh, the way the kind of British, European, American menswear that we have adopted here down, down under, it's, right. it's not really made for these climates like right. Australia and uh, sorry, New Zealand and especially Australia gets super hot, for example, mm -hmm. like it's by it's surrounded by water. Like the beach is a massive culture. Um, here, you know, like going swimming, surfing, all those those things, right? And you know, the the way that kind of British Northern Hemisphere dressing just doesn't fit. It doesn't get minus twenty down here. But you know, it gets maybe to zero Celsius, you know, a couple of times a year, if that, in Melbourne. So you don't, you know, you don't need to wear three piece suit, tweed suits with a coat and a hat. Like you just, there's no need for it. So I think that's why. But um, what it means that that it's now gone to very casual kind of clothing, and it's all about the comfort, literal comfort of wearing clothes. So it's all about like, hey, is this comfortable? Is you know, is this you know, is is it not too hot what you're wearing? 
um, you know, not too many layers to it and stuff like that. So it's gone completely the other way. Um, so yeah, I would say overall fashion isn't like, you know, a massive passion for down here, but having said that there's a few guys that is really passionate about it. Um, and they do a great job. There's some great designers down here and stuff like that. So I think we'll get there and we'll, we'll spread the word and, and we're just going to make sure that we down here that we, you know, take into consideration those elements of like, this is a different part of the world. Yeah. Um, so we have to adapt it correctly. So it is functional for people to wear down here and um, it still makes sense or else we're just not going to win. Um, so the upside is we, there's a lot of progress to get made down here for menswear and that's also exciting. Wow. And who, well, who's inspired you though? Um, so other than like the book, uh, I would say I, I have a good friend. Um, he goes by 1924 US. He is, um, okay. he's actually a graphic designer and um, I guess illustrator. So he does like early 20th century kind of illustrations. Um, he's a, he's, he, uh, he's also like a collector of antiques and stuff. Um, and he's, he was raised in Oregon, but then he moved with his wife, um, down here to Australia, but he was up in Queensland. Um, so it's about, you know, uh, couple of couple of hours fly out there um and he he's just got great style he wears a lot more workwear um kind of kind of stuff like workwear but he, he's just got a great eye for design a great eye for again colors putting outfits together um he wears his stuff he wears is actually a lot more functional down here because it's more rugged so it's like you know you can go into bush with the stuff he wears um so i would say he's a really big inspiration um so yeah, he also sits and like he also does really good photography and stuff like that. So that's also inspirational to me. Um, let me try and think. I haven't actually thought about this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually really haven't even thought about it. He, he's like the first one that comes to mind. Right. Um, yeah. So I can't even. I, I feel bad now because there will be people. There will like. I mean, I get inspired all the time, right? There's. There's a lot of people now on Instagram um, that does great content and it doesn't necessarily like look like mine, but they are owning their own space yeah. and, and yeah. classic things or just yeah. menswear. That's super inspirational, you know? So, um, yeah. What about your dad, Doug? How did he used to dress? My dad, so uh, my mom and dad got divorced when I was quite young. Right. Um, so so I guess I did it. So when I was like seven, so I didn't you know, spend that much time with him. Like, you know, we'll, we'll go visit him on holidays and stuff like that. So didn't spend much time with him, but he used to dress very, just very 80, late eighties, nineties, right. to be honest. Cause I mean, that's when I was young too, but he would wear just like jeans with like, but I mean, even then, you know, like they'll, they'll, they'll wear their jeans and their shirt and with the belt. Um, and like, you know, they're like nineties shirt. But it will be tucked in, you know, yeah. they'll groom themselves, you yeah. know, make sure their hair's done. Like there was still an element of like, of like, hey, I gotta make an effort here because yeah. I'm going out, yeah. you know, somewhere. But there was still that carriage for it. Even like that, that generation were really the generation that kind of dropped the ball and didn't pass yeah. it on. Yeah. They did still have that element ingrained of like, hey, I'm going out somewhere. I'm I need to present myself and like I need to present myself. For that right it wasn't just like they didn't just all just think about what's the easiest and most comfortable of no. getting dressed you know no. there's, there's an element of like hey let's make an effort so he still had that and i think uh, my granddad 
definitely yeah. had that you know like he'd wear the he'd wear his khaki shorts and his long socks and you know like your shirt in and just like you know it just looked very clean and tidy and you know he'd always be really clean shaven he'll be there walking on his walking his farm with his pipe out of his mouth and like very very <laughs> classic but you know there was more so with him there was you know because he he would have been raised in you know the 40s 50s right yeah, and, and so then, he, you know, yeah. just got drilled like a discipline got drilled into them like you know and and, that, and actually that's interesting like south africa is a little bit more like strict on rules um so there was definitely an element like at school and stuff like you needed to be presentable like you couldn't be loose you needed to wear your uniform your uniform needed to be in a good shape like shoes need to be clean shirt needs to be tucked in time needs to be done right like all those things got got drilled into you because that's just the way you present yourself so you know now getting older i'm like i appreciate those things at the time i'm like i'm not gonna wear my tie i'm not gonna tuck my shirt you know all those kind of things that you do <laughs> So as you dress at the moment, the, um, you know, the 1940s um, classics and all that, um, when you go out, what do people say? Because they must come up to you and say, wow, you're dressed amazingly well. I mean, if I yeah, saw that... you, I would come up and say, wow, I, I just love the way you're dressed. Yeah, like people are, you know, no one's ever really, I mean, sometimes you hear people scream stuff and you just <clears throat> get an idea. They're normally in a car driving away. Um, right. You know, you'd be like, oh, maybe that wasn't something nice. Maybe they're saying something. But I, I honestly don't care. But most, like, you know, pretty much everyone that's ever talked to me face to face has said, you know, oh, you look, you know, really nice. So, you know, oh, my dad used to dress like that. Or, you know, my granddad used to dress like that. You know, and we love it. Like, whatever. So it's always been really positive. Yeah. Um, I, I think, like, it, it is still... I wish it wasn't as obvious. Like, I guess when I'm, you know, six three and walking down the street in a suit and a hat, people maybe asking asking for people to look at you. But that's not necessarily the way I wanted to be because, you know, I'd be dressing like this, you know, when I'm not in front of people too. Like, you know, I literally work work my office job from yeah. from my home dressed like this when I when I see no one. So it's, it's not about that. But yeah, it's been really positive. Um, and you know, I, I think people appreciate um the effort um which is which is really nice like melbourne's also a really great place like that like you know we get all sorts of people in melbourne which is why, why i love it it's like that it's the same like i said it's giving the same as that kind of new york williamsburg area yeah. where it's you know everything goes yeah. um there's a lot of people fashion and wearing whatever they want and i love it so I, i'd like to feel like especially here in melbourne the northern suburbs where i live um i really this is this, this probably I'd probably kind of fit in pretty well, um, but yeah, ne I've never had a really bad experience, um, which is which has been which has been great, lovely. Is vintage clothing quite big in Australia in Melbourne? <clears throat> um, I yeah, vintage it, like yeah, again where I live in this area in Melbourne, like there's a lot of op shops, a lot of vintage stores. It's mainly kind of eighties, nineties stuff, right? Okay. Um, definitely people people care about it for a lot of reasons like environmental reasons is a big one so people you know like the sustainability element of it and people just like to be different you know which which i love too like i like to be different i think you know more of that please because uh, it makes the world a more interesting place um so yeah people like to wear those pieces that makes that's unique that you can't buy off the rack you know so i would say vintage clothing yes quite big the style i'm into um you know i don't know there's, there's, there's a few other there's a few other 
people in Melbourne that, that dress similar to me, they dress like 40s, 50s. I go to a really great um, barber um, barber store here in Melbourne that's, um, you know, they're a great group of guys um, called Beset. I think it's, I think that's how you pronounce it. Beset, wow. um, Barbaria um, is what they're called. So they're just here in the northern suburbs of Melbourne. And, um, and so, so the guy that owns it, his dad came from Italy in 19, I think it's like 1961, and started a barber, uh, a barber shop. And then, you know, now this, the, the, his son runs it and then he's about, you know, kind of 50. And then his son is also work at the store now. So, um, you know, it's as if they really carry that heritage Italian um, barber kind of thing all the yeah. way through. And the shop is beautifully set up like, you know, kind of 40 style shop. And, you know, it's just, it's just and they're just amazing barbers too. So they don't just look the part, they, they, they're actually amazing at their craft. Uh, and they can, you know, they kill it. So, yeah, that's a cool co- kind of community to, to get into. Um, but if I'm actually keen to build a little bit more of a community down here around um, classic menswear. Yeah. Because I, I do think it's a big city. I think there's a demand for it. And if, if we get exposure, I think people will get into it and, and it will grow. So um, still a, work, a bit of work to do here, I think. So what's the next part for Dirk the Crook? What's the next thing that you, could you tell us? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I think I'll just keep going as I am. Like, I think I really want to, I, I do want to get more into the educational part of it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of my content's not, you know, it's maybe interesting, but it's not maybe interesting and inspiring, but it's not so educational. Um, again, I don't want to just, you know, I, I want to make it productive, you know, the time I have, you know, when people's viewing my content, I want to make it productive for them. And, you know, I would love to help people um you know get into this or make it more accessible so more people can kind of you know just experience it to be honest so i i think what i would want for my content is for it to be a little bit more educational so you know telling people how to do things what to look for um instead of just you know being very inspirational um in that sense well you're very passionate about it yeah i i think so it's yeah you know i think you know, I, I do, I do care about it. And, um, yeah, I am passionate about it. It's, it's, it's one of those things that it's kind of like my hobby on the side. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm always a bit scared. Like, look, if I get too much into it, is it going to become a job? Um, but <laughs> enough, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I, I do enjoy it. And, and, I, and I think I have, you know, I have a passion, passion for it and we'll see where it goes. But yeah, look, I, I just love, to just kind of help other people, you know, that want to get into it, make it accessible and so they can get into it. And on that note, Dirk, I'd just like to say thank you so much for coming on to Men's Wear By Woman podcast. It's been an absolute honour and absolutely amazing to have you on board. I think I just love the way you dress. I think it's absolutely amazing and inspiring and and it's it is educational to me as well because I'm learning a lot how oh. 1940s you know how you would how they used to dress and everything because i think it was one of the most oh that's amazing i do my best i wouldn't say everything i do is by the book and you know people can probably be like oh well well, that's not 100 correct no but but, you know i I try my best (laughs) no but at the same time you're you're doing it very well so if i'm very very inspired i think you're doing extremely well um so um yeah I, i love it absolutely love it 
Thank you so much, Dirk, for coming on to Men's Web by Woman podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's been great. Thank you so much.